0: All right, we are pleased to start season two of the crew coming at you with the new crew. Myself, Morris Chestnut, and Fred Smooth. What is going on, Morris?
1: What up? What up? What up? What's good? What's good? Glad to yeah. be here. Yeah, you got your name and my name all in my face, but okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <We> still, <laughs> hey, look, we're still working these graphics. It's okay. And Fred, okay. how you doing today?
2: Hey, First of all, I want to give you props, Cena for covering Morris' face up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that really helped the show right there. Hey, hey, way to come in and way to set the tone at the beginning uh-huh. of the season. That's how you hey, set listen, the show. I'm
0: going to get better at switching with this whole thing that we're trying to do, but we appreciate, you know, everybody who tuned in last year. We're setting it off this year. I wanted to quickly announce that we are joining Odyssey Sports. Our podcast will be dropping on Tuesdays in the afternoon. We'll give you more specifics about that and We are filming in person in our new uh, studio in Brooklyn. That show will be dropped on Fridays. Stay tuned to all of our Twitter timelines for those details. And also, we want to let you know that uh, Commander's defensive tackle, Deron Payne, is joining us in this show, fresh off of their big win against the Jaguars. So he will be joining us later. But before we get started, we're going to go right into the crew headlines because there was a lot of stuff going on in the NFL for week one. So what was your reaction of the fact that Russell Wilson comes back home, does not get the victory with the Broncos, and instead Geno Smith's Seattle Seahawks get the victory?
2: That lets you know that Jesus Christ say, I will not give you everything in this world. Not only... (laughs) Not only did I give you Sierra, I let you get out of Seattle and go to Denver where you wanted to, gave you $250 million. I can't let you get pure revenge like that. What we seen last night was Russell Wilson get humbled. All right? Russell Wilson, listen. They they said let's ride when they came in there they just didn't know it was gonna be a bird coming out there I I enjoyed last night last night showed you why football is king right mm. when you think you know something you yeah. don't know anything
1: more yeah. jump in there mm-hmm. yeah yeah I have to agree I have to agree I think the thing though is I mean Russell had a lot of yards I mean he wasn't as sharp as he could have been but those fumbles down there at the goal line I and mean, that's really what of course what cost them the game right? they, they could not they cannot have fumbles at the goal line of turnovers you know that's six points that puts that puts them in the lead that they probably win the game wasn't out for that
0: so were you guys surprised at how geno smith played and how well he played especially i think not after starting eight He got a eight years got a lot of fire in his belly waiting on his turn i actually was
1: surprised i actually think that uh i think that maybe seattle saw something maybe there's some type of maturity I mean he came out of the great first half and maybe that's why maybe they at first they were interested in trading for Baker Mayfield until you know until Geno Smith started you know you know balling out in practice I don't know that and, Seattle
0: uh, knew it was going to be that good I mean Geno Smith was 23 for 28 two touchdowns no interceptions a rating of 119.5 Fred
2: uh the well, the question is is this lightning in a bottle like but ne- we've seen these late yeah. Late career surges from quarterbacks who came out highly recruited, uh, end up stumbling out the gate, end up getting behind a great quarterback only to get their chance again, a la Frank Wright. A la we've seen this story before. Yeah, Rich Gannon. So we've seen this story before. All you need is one coach to believe in you. That's what I was told by Martin Schottenheimer. You need one to believe in you. And and guess what? He has that one. Geno Smith has that one. And he's in. What you won't be calling a mini rebuild. And when you in a mini rebuild, you're not trying to go broke on a quarterback, not just yet, when you're waiting on one perfect in the draft. So I'm not really shocked. And I'm not shocked that that Rush for the first time probably got over-emotional. I right? he got mm-hmm. over-emotional for this game. I think he got too high. And when the first quarter happened, he got too low. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and to what about that? that- Hold mm-hmm. on. Talk, talk to me about that, Fred, because it was interesting that that was a stadium to where every time Russell came out, he's getting all the cheers and the adulation. This time, he got booze. You think that kind of really could affect someone like that, coming out on the field like that?
2: Yeah, more. Let me tell you how that feel. Have you ever showed up to your ex-wife house that you used to live oh, in boy. with your ex-wife to go pick the kids up, oh, and then another oh, dude after the door, like telling you to come <laughs> on in? Hold on, wait, wait right here in the kitchen. Man, this is my kitchen. What are you talking about? Wow. That, that, that's how Russ. I feel thought they didn't night.
0: talk about emotions. I thought y'all didn't talk about emotions. No, no. I listen, y'all were the logical ones. Okay.
2: that's what happened to Russ. He had to knock on the door, and the kids <laughs> were brought to the door by their new step daddy, Willie. All right, that's what really? happened. <laughs> yes, that's uh-huh. what happened yesterday.
0: But listen, let's talk about that controversial play at the end, and let's quickly move on. Obviously, you know there was just less than two minutes on the clock, fourth and five. Nathaniel Hackett, the new head coach for the Bron. Broncos elects to have his, uh, kicker, Brandon McManus go for a 64 yarder, which I think he's only made one of in his career, obviously not a high percentage kick for him rather than have his, uh, Uber paid quarterback, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, try to make some sort of play. what did you think about that? And is, are people questioning Nathaniel Hackett's decision-making?
2: Uh, this, this damned if you do, Damn, if you don't. And yeah. he made the 65-yarder. We calling it the smartest call of all time. He missed it. Now we ask him, why you ain't put Joe Montana Jr. on the field? So at the end of the day, it's just one of those things where football is the longest running reality show of all time. And you don't know you messed up until you messed up. So Nathaniel Hackett, being an offensive guy, I think he felt like, all right, what's the what's the chances which I would have been like, you know what? It's a lot of magic in there tonight. This is the night for Russell to throw a Hail Mary. This is the night for him to put one up there and something just magical happened. I would have went out in a flame. I wouldn't have put the kick out there. I hate putting the game in kickers' hands. I really do. Put it in Russell Wilson's hands and give yourself a chance.
1: Morris? Well, the thing about it is you're, you're right. I mean, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. We saw a lot of games this year, this weekend decided by field goal kickers. Some field goal kickers missing a lot and then you have yeah. some field goal kickers making last second field goals. So, you know, I'm not even sure what the percentages are at that point in the game with fourth and five. So I'm not that mad at the decision, but I probably would have put the ball in Russell's hands.
2: How would you feel if you was betting money on that? Let's say Morris put up $5,000 on their game. What are you saying they do it right there at that time?
1: It depends. If I I go, if I'm betting against Denver, I want them to try to field goal. And I don't want to get the first
0: time. Okay, so listen. um, I was going to ask you guys about Dak Prescott. Now, this is a very ominous start uh, for Uh, the quarterback of the uh, Dallas Cowboys injuring that thumb on his throwing hand. Uh, My question to you guys is um, how do you think it will impact the Cowboys going forward, especially when you consider their depth with Will Greer and Cooper rush? It's over. Oh, it's over. Okay. Go ahead, Morris.
1: It's over. It's over. Look, Dak, Dak is the man on the team. Um, and, And quite frankly, you know, he, he didn't come out sharp that last game either. And I think losing um, Amari Cooper and the other cat that they let get away, I think that's definitely affecting the team. They don't have the other receiver back. Uh, it's And the, the left tackle's gone. Dallas is facing a lot of adversity right now.
0: Well, Morris, you said it's over. However, Cooper Rush, even though he doesn't have a long starting record, he is one and know He did help them to a victory over the Vikings in week eight. So we're gonna give him we gonna okay. give him that. Although Will Greer is 0-2, Fred. I already know you're about to hate on the on the depth, the QB depth for the Cowboys. Go ahead. Okay,
1: wait, so so given that information you gave me, let yeah. me let, let me just say this.
0: It's over. It's over. <laughs> I was trying. Hey, to get, I was
2: trying to give a little death friend. Hey, hey the question is, where's Drake when you need him? Cause baby, it's over. Oh, wow. It's wow. over. Hey, don't, listen don't, to me. Don't, don't get us uh, tagged
0: from the FCC what you singing
2: now. Go ahead. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is this. At the end of the day, my bulldog brother and dad Prescott was all that they had. Mm. The, I can find better receivers at at a funeral home. At the end of the day, these guys did not have a depth when the season started. Like you said, right. that old line from three years ago mm-hmm. decimated. They have five players that's paid in the top five in their positions that's not in the top five in their position. Uh, Zeke is the highest-paid running back. He ain't even the best running back on this team. Oh, Smith. Is a top they paid top five tackle? He ain't played since nineteen sixty three. Oh, said they won the first Super Bowl, <laughs> Lawrence Lawrence is paid in the top five pass rushes. He ain't had a sack since I had one. Oh, I not. know what I'm saying is you know, not how we feel. We know you are a top uh. Uh,
0: top blue chip
2: rusher. Go ahead, Fred. Uh, all I'm saying is this: when you mm-hmm. pay guys, you 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 expect for them to be in that top tier. Now, yeah. and we're seeing this. CD Lamb got a little bit more work to do to be a true number one because now he's mm-hmm. the true number one receiver get doubled, tripled, right. yep. whatever, and they have nobody else to throw the ball to. So, so they are in a dilemma.
0: So do you think it's the same effect of CD Lamb as uh, when Antonio Brown left? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're mm-hmm. Really finding out what it is when you are the number one target. Yeah.
2: Yep, yep, and that's why Johan Dawson for the Washington Commanders is going to have a great year right, because of right, Terry McLaurin. He'll right. never see a double team. He will be one-on-one on the backside with Curtis Sanders inside, and we're going to be braiding hair no. all <laughs> year long for free. I don't
1: know about all that. I don't know about for free. It's going to cost you something when you come down to the Philly. So you oh, know it's
0: please. Anyways, really quick before we move on, I think the interesting thing about this, too, when you think about the impact of the time that Dak Prescott will be out and whether they can hold on. We mentioned Cooper Rush was able to win for them last year when Dak was out. However, when you think about Sean Payton lurking in the corners, because you know he still has that fire in his belly, he's already admitted that he does want to come back. Obviously, he's a part of the Fox broadcast team this year. Are you concerned uh, as to wrap up this uh, topic here about the 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 longevity, the shelf life? Of Mike McCarthy as head coach there with Dak missing all that amount of time.
1: Honestly, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I almost feel like it was somewhat it, it was somewhat calculated because calculated. I don't know how I don't know how you let Amari Cooper go, you let the other the other cat go. I forget his name. What's the other cat's name, Fred?
2: Uh, uh, Wilson, Cedric uh, Wilson.
1: Wilson, you let Wilson go, and mm-hmm. then you, and then you, you don't even really fortify the, the offensive line. You don't have any type of backups. I don't know, man. I, I just don't. I I think that the writing was on the wall as soon as Sean Payton resigned from the Saints. Mm. Well,
2: you know what? That's funny, y'all say that, but then. Dan Quinn seems to be the one that everybody's talking about so You got Dan Quinn on one hand, so Mike McCarthy is the sacrificial lamb. Let's just be honest. Mike McCarthy might not make it through this year. Jerry put the pressure on in the offseason, letting him know. And the way for Jerry to have his cake and eat it too uh, is to give Dan Quinn a chance to save the team by firing Mike (laughs) McCarthy. And if that doesn't work out, he still got Sean Payton waiting at the end of the rainbow. Ain't that a leprechaun? (laughs) Let me say
1: something. Jerry Jones, if, if he can bring Sean Payton in, I, there's no way he's gonna hire Dan Quinn. I mean, he could put Dan Quinn
0: in. Oh uh, yeah, as yeah, club. yeah, yeah. Fred, as, if, 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 if Sean, Sean Payton, Payton is available, Dan, no one. I don't think wrap. anything about Dan. It's yeah.
2: I, don't don't y'all sleep on Dan Quinn. That well, team loves we, him.
0: Oh, I'm what? not, oh, we know the, the impact that he's had on that defense. We're just talking about it. another, yeah, I, another level with Sean and the love affair that Jerry Jones has with Sean Payton. That's what we're that, talking about.
1: That, that Quinn's been to a Super Bowl's coach. Sean Payton's won one. So I, I, I'm going with Sean Payton.
0: <laughs> Let's move on, guys. Let's move on. Okay. How concerned are you about the Devontae Adamless Packers? Packers lose to the Vikings 23-7. to Rodgers had no touchdowns, 22 for 34, zero touchdowns, one interception, was sacked four times. Darius Smith, the former Packer, getting his revenge a little bit on A-Rod. Um, and, you know, obviously Devontae Adams went off for 141 uh, receiving yards with the Raiders, though they did lose with um, his new team. So thoughts?
2: I am sick and tired of talking about the Green Bay Packers. First of all, <laughs> one of the most overrated franchises in football. Oh, i say this. Hey, hey listen to me. Bigger. They've mm. had 20, they have 40 consecutive years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking. I repeat wow. 40 consecutive years and they got two championships. You want to talk about overrated? They uh. ain't even making to the NFC championship. This team stinks. All right? I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> Everybody love to jump on their Packer bandwagon because got that, that nostalgia and that small-time feel where they are the most uh, underachieving franchise. Listen, ain't no other franchise in history had 40 consecutive years besides... The 49ers. and when they did, they uh, had a dynasty. All right, and they were with Steve Young and Joe Montana. Okay, All right, yeah. y'all can get him out if y'all want to. A Rod cannot raise kids. He ain't good with kids. I can already tell you he ain't got no kids because he he got these young receivers out here scared to make a mistake. They gonna make a mistake, and that right. will that one thing will make sure that the Green Bay Packers don't achieve anything. This year.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead,
1: Morris. I mean, the thing is, even when they had Devontae Adams last year, you know, they let Jimmy Garoppolo come in there and I play them on their own field. Uh, and every time Green Bay seems to have a strong team, they lose in the first or second round of playoffs. So I have to agree with Fred. I think they're overrated. Um, I don't think that I, I don't think that um, that they're going to be able to get the job done this year. Well, you know, mm.
0: they had they had a very uh, big loss. Uh, week one last year against the saints and they were able to rebound and still have mm. a good season. However, their top like receiver performance, well, okay. Their top receiving performance yesterday was from AJ Dillon, five receptions for 46 yards, not quite the same comparison to Devonte Adams. And it was a little bit of a ominous start there with second round draft pick Christian Watson, who was taken from the Packers. They traded up for him 34 overall. Um He, uh, I guess he tried to juke Patrick Peterson on the first step and uh You know, it it, it didn't go well there. So that's all. Yeah, he
1: couldn't couldn't catch the rock, but they also Mm -hmm. let one of the receivers, so they let Devontae go, they let one of the other receivers go to Kansas City. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just not it's not it's not in the car.
2: Hey, they are they are the, uh, the Miss mm. America Miss Universe with a dead tooth in her mouth. Not what you think.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about your snaggle tooth wide receivers. Uh, I'm, team gonna, or whatever.
2: I'm just telling you that it's a facade. It's a what facade. A, OK, wow.
0: moving on. Will Justin Jefferson be the best wide receiver in the NFL this season? On the opposite side of, of, of that game from the Vikings, he went off nine receptions for 184 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Thoughts?
2: Uh, the heck out of question. Mm-hmm. I. Not only could he be the best, his running partner in college, Jamar Chase, could be the best, right with him. And Joe Burrow, did they not have the best college football team of all time with that LSU team? Because Jefferson, yeah. nobody can stop him, like you said, with Adam Thielen on the other side as his one B. That that's that's crazy. Then you got to think about Jamar Chase having T Higgins as his one B. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes. Guys, get open. Everybody wonder why is he still open? Because they still got to worry about Adam Thielen. They still got to worry mm-hmm. about Cook. And when you got that, you got to play honest defense. And mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can check Justin Jefferson one on one right now. But, I, go I, ahead, Mark. I, feel, I
1: feel afraid about where uh, You know, we still got to worry about Thielen. Still got to worry about Cook. I, I mean, uh Justin Jefferson was why I didn't see people within five, six, seven yards of the man. I don't like, How do you let him okay I'm gonna let Adam Thielen beat me as long as I gotta stop him. I'll run the ball, but I gotta stop him. So I thought that I thought that Green Bay's defense, they they need to do a little bit more on the um on the design of how to stop Jefferson because they didn't yep. they didn't play well that, that day.
2: And, okay. they, and this defense was supposed to be a top five defense in Green Bay this year. Everybody mm. had hyped them up to be a top five defense.
1: Well, they, yeah, they, they drafted some players and they have some new players over there. But hey, we got we still got to see it. But-
0: Lies, uh,
2: lies.
1: Uh,
0: Green Bay is one <laughs> big lie. So I who's going to so gonna gonna get say, the crown?
1: Go ahead, Morris. Who you going to say what? I, I, I will say, uh, Minnesota will, will get the crown in that mm. division. But I will say this. What was mm. the score? 21 to, three, 21 to seven? Yeah. You know, it could have been closer than that because they did. They went for a fourth down up the gut. They got stopped. And no Vikings won
0: 23 to seven. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, 23 to seven. 23 Mm -hmm. to seven. That game could have been closer than it was. It's the first week. We'll see what happens after that.
2: Don't hate, do not hate on them, them Detroit Lions, man. Listen, they're gonna be nobody. It's two teams nobody wants to play right now Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars, because they're gonna get better every week. So if you catch them after week six, after week seven, you might be looking at a loss.
0: Okay, and who
2: you guys got next week, friend? uh we got detroit we we know something it's it's easy to get into detroit it's hard to get out
0: (laughs) oh stop 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 okay so who wait really quickly uh just the name here so who's gonna have the receiving crown at the end of the year one name go fred
1: uh jamar chase uh morris Uh, Justin Jefferson.
0: Justin Jefferson. Okay, really quickly, last question here in headlines, and then we're moving on to welcome in Deron Payne from the commanders who is standing by. Uh, Which team should be panicking more after the performance from their quarterback? Is Mm -hmm. it the Panthers or is it the 49ers? Obviously, Baker Mayfield was able to mount a, a strong comeback in the second half, but they did fall short. And on the other hand, Trey Lance, 13 for 28, no touchdowns. Intercept um, interception, uh, interception sacked twice. Now, we will say that it was raining a lot in Chicago, so yeah. he did have to deal with that. And I believe also Elijah Mitchell uh, got injured and left the game in the first half, yeah. so we'll put those caveats in there. But 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 Jimmy Garoppolo is in the wings.
2: That, that's what I was about to say. It's all about who's your backup. And Trey Lance, your backup, then went to the Super Bowl a couple of occasions. All I'm <laughs> going to say is this. How long is the leash with Trey, because once you go back, once you put him back on the bench, mm-hmm. you have you open up a whole different can of worms. I'm not worried about Baker. Baker'll get it. Baker hasn't been there but like three months. I, I like Baker, we'll mm-hmm. get the outfit. He'll get everything down packed. Mm-hmm. Trey Land, we yeah. drafted two in the top five. Yeah. Oh, you got to show something.
0: Mm-hmm. So, 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 so
1: to ask your question I think the 49ers have the, they have the most to worry about right now because they have a team that was one dropped interception away last year from going to the Super Bowl mm. so they're going to have the team the most panicked right now uh Carolina they still need they still have a lot of work to do I'm not I'm listen listen Baker mayfield you know he, he may be all right but I'm looking at what he had in Cleveland He had an all um uh, a uh, 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 pro Bowl offensive line pro Bowl receivers pro bowl running backs and he didn't get mm-hmm. the job done there so i don't know why we expect him to get the job done in
2: carolina oh come on now he got he got uh pro bowl edge receivers over here in carolina he got oh one of my favorite players chris mccaffrey aka Derry sanders all right once he gets going he'll be back all right listen they got some players over there in carolina i'm telling carolina they, they got baseline they got some players Fred, Fred, it's only September and you already sipping on the eggnog,
1: dog.
0: What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, there's a lot of time for y'all to have outlandish Okay, we'll, okay, we'll, okay, we'll have some other stuff. Barry we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. Sanders. You know, Fred, Fred's
1: already, Fred's already started today.
0: Yeah, Barry Sanders. Anyway, anyways, well listen, standing by in the Crew Crib, the first one for the episode for season two, Deron Payne from the Commanders, coming up on the other side of Crew Crib.
2: Commander Laurie. All
0: right, we are pleased to welcome into the Crew Crib NYC, Commanders, DT, Deron Payne, former first rounder out of Alabama, been with the Commanders the last five seasons. Welcome to the show.
3: Appreciate y'all yeah. for having
0: me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got your picture all in the background. <laughs> Make sure we bring you with love. And, of course, you got Fred Smoot here, who you already know, longtime member of the Commanders, longtime mm-hmm. loudmouth.
2: Yeah. No, no. I got I got my company man shirt on today. I know more is Haiti. That's how oh, I had hey. to show up. When we get a commando on here, I got to wear my company man shirt. Hey, respect, respect,
0: respect. They got
1: that W. Congrats on the W this weekend. Uh, uh, uh,
0: yes, yes, yes. And let's just talk about it. Big win for you guys over the Jaguars, 28-22. You guys did your thing as far as the performance against uh, Trevor Lawrence and what have you. Just tell us how you feel like you guys were able to come up with that victory, particularly from the defensive side.
3: Man, I feel like uh, we let some things slip up on the defensive side, but Mm -hmm. we just kept on, we kept fighting and as a team, we we fought fought all four quarters and um, we got to clean some stuff up this week. So we don't put ourselves
2: in bad positions like we did last week and just don't get the win early. Before I we get to talking, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. before we get to talking this football, I had to let my guy know something. Oh, I had to let him know that Morris Chestnut is a Philadelphia fried chicken Eagles fan. Before he started releasing any team secrets yo, or something, I want to let him know we got a traitor with us. <laughs> no, nah, I know.
1: I Here's, the know. The thing. Here's the thing. I'm an Eagles fan, but I keep it real. I just call it like I see it
0: you know oh, and, 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 always and talking about
1: the facts i, I call, hey, that's what it's about it's about the facts and they played well they got the w um you know carson Wentz played well you know he had a lot of yards played well defense played well I, you know i was pretty impressed
3: Yeah, we had a lot of people step up so i'm, I'm excited to see everybody just uh, going out there and want to be playmakers everybody want to make a play so i feel mm-hmm. like we are going to make a lot of big plays like that
1: let I me mean, yes. you guys how about do you guys have a, a a a different type of energy this year is there something different about the squad or
3: I wouldn't say that. I just know we tired of losing. There's a lot of people tired of losing and tired of doing the same old, same old. So it I know I'm I'm hunting this year and um the the defense we we coming. We got we
2: got a lot of good things going in and
3: it's gonna be a good one for sure.
2: But see, that's always the problem with us. We always got a stout defense. It comes yeah. down to the quarterback position. It always does. My decade there, I can name 20 quarterbacks I had from Jason Campbell to Mark Brunel to all of them. No quarterback, no chance. What I saw out there last week was, with this week, what I saw, I saw a team go up, which we rarely go up 14, 10 points, and wow. a lot of defense to go past rush and show them who they really are. Then I saw us go down, and we we rarely come back, and I saw us come back. That's what happened when you got a quarterback on the, on the other side of the ball. You got a chance to win, Morris. I know he our ex-quarterback, but now he belongs to us. We appreciate him a lot more than y'all do.
0: <laughs> Is that true, okay. Morris? Because, hey, listen, because you – matter of fact, I know you said, uh, Fred, that this was the year that Carson was going to get his respect back. Obviously, you know, Morris mm-hmm. has his, uh, you know, aficionado for Carson, but he went out there. We got four hated. touchdowns. Well, he had two I interceptions, like four touchdowns, two interceptions, twenty-seven for forty-one. So I mean, uh, DP, you let us know from a, from a field level that how did he pr- perform as a field general?
3: Man, I know it. he kept he kept us off the field, so that's a good thing. Always. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So my thing is this: so so two years ago, you guys made the playoffs, right? You guys and you guys mm-hmm. battled against uh, against Tom Brady.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that
1: feeling and momentum that you guys had going into last season, how is it different going into this? And so I know you guys had
3: big expectations for last year, right? Yeah, I know. Last year, last year we had a big expectation, but we put like we put out a little look to what we thought we could have done. So this year we just trying to redeem ourselves and just go out here. And show everybody that we are who we say we are, you uh, know, it's going to be it's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, talk about Jack Del Rio and the defense that you guys have. Obviously, uh, he's been the coordinator since uh, 2020. What are the differences that you guys are trying to uh, work in with him as far as him leading the defense and that in terms of the improvements that you have seen from when he first came and what you're working on now, maybe as far as adjustments rather.
3: I mean, Jack, he gave us a a good opportunity to just play off each other. So he let us go out there and play fast and then – other people just flying around behind you, mm-hmm. it, it has a chance to make everyone right. So as long as we play fast and and with intent, I feel like um, we're we in a good spot as a defense.
0: And I just got to ask this question real quick. Obviously, Jack had a little bit of the controversial remarks, uh, you know, in the offseason or what have you. And that is something that the team addressed. I thought very well, Ron Rivera, and as well as from a PR standpoint, how do you feel like you guys just dealt with it as a, as a team um, obviously you have uh African American members uh on the team as well on the defense and just overall, you know, the uh sensitivity of the comments as well.
3: I mean, he came he came to the team and, and apologized and um and you feel me, we we all watched it, watched that aside, but I know he has his opinions and everybody else has their own opinions. So he a man at the end of the day, he came came to us as as a man and um and, and let us know what he did wrong. So I appreciate him for that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I try to tell people all the time, man, in the locker room, we, get, we, we say what we want to say to each other, and we, we talk it out afterwards, and that's, that's from the top down. People don't understand. The same coach that sit up here with the X's and the O's, he the same coach chewing you out on Sunday in front of millions of people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it's, it's, it's this respect level in, in, in the locker room that I think has to be gained through experience and through going to battle that most people on the outside will never understand and hope to understand.
0: Mhm, And obviously, you guys had the injury with Chase Young. He's trying to work his way back in. You know, what's the impact without Chase, and what do you feel like he's going to add when finally he can uh, come back from this injury?
3: Man, from yesterday – we well, not yesterday, but Sunday, we was flying around out there, so I can I yes. mean, imagine what it's going to look like with him back in the mix with us. This is going to be better. So I'm excited for him to come back. I already told him that, too, so I know, I know you tell him- ready. I, I told him, uh, like, when we was out there playing, everybody – have you pumped up getting sacks and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I know, I know you' ready. Yeah, like, yeah, he's on the way. Well, you guys, oh, were
1: you guys are missing two people, right?
3: Uh, now we are. Uh, Phil just went out with the MCL, so mm-hmm. yeah, we, we just had a to about to hurt for yeah. the year. And Chase. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. What about but, sweat? Oh, sweat so still there. Don't worry about yeah, that, dog. Still doing this, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about that Mississippi State boy, That dog, that dog. Hey, let me tell you something, Mark. A hungry dog will bite you. Do you understand Mm. that? Don't you worry about that dog. The question is, this is what Payne should be asking you. Now, we watch our uh, Philadelphia Eagles go stack the page this uh, this offseason. Went to Georgia, drafted two guys. You got A.J. Brown. Now, do you feel like, the Lions were that good, which I do respect. The Lions. These ain't your grandmama Lions. Uh right. did you feel? Uh, did you feel like y'all left some stuff on the table this weekend while y'all was playing uh, in Detroit? I'll, I'll,
1: be, I'll be honest about it. I, I think that uh, I think that we don't really know who who's doing what yet. I mean, you know, we can look of at course. we can look at that game and say, <laughs> okay, you're right. They may not be your mama's Lions, your grandmama's Lions, but then they may be. Did we leave some stuff on the table? We might have. But when I look at our division. Mm. Right now, I have to say I'm worried about the commanders because I think all this they have a lot of skilled position players mm. a strong defensive line. I think I think we, we're we're gonna be neck and neck going down there for the NFC East.
2: Mm. I love to hear you say it. I love to hear you say <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm I'm it. Eagle fan. Yeah, and DP talk about that real quick before we let you go. I mean the NFC East. It's gotten very interesting when you consider the injury to Dak Prescott Sunday night football against the Bucks. He's going to be out a minimum of, I don't know, six, eight weeks or so. Eight with, weeks. That, mm-hmm, mm. with that fractured thumb on his throwing hand. And then, obviously, the Giants, very surprisingly, come up with a win against the Titans. Sterling Shepard back, Saquon looking like his old form, what mm. have you, with new uh, head coach Brian Dayball. So uh, tell me what you're thinking about the NFC East.
3: Uh, the NFC is funny, man. It's always up for grabs. Like you never, you never know what to expect. So it's gonna be a um, like it's gonna come down to late games, like late, late coming, late, late in the season. Mm-hmm. And I already know I'm, I'm pumping up for them games. I, I see Saquon back, back mm. doing his thing. So I can't, get, I'm, I'm ready to hear.
0: Him. Mm. Yeah. Sound <laughs> like a lot of pressure on Morris. Well, like, oh, hey, no. hey, it's,
1: it's, it's going to be a tough division, but you know, I'm really excited. I like, I like the, the division to be tight. I, you know, I like to see a lot of teams good. Good to mm-hmm. see the commanders back.
2: Good to see the commanders back. Yeah. Uh, now be- we, I, this, the funny thing about the NFC East, we are we either all bad at the same time, yeah. or we all good <laughs> all right. at the right. same time. Like, do all right. you remember out the, cha- the championship years, it was like yeah. we would win, the Giants would win, and then Dallas would win. Like so, yeah. we we, we, we know, it's Eagles like the win. SEC.
0: It's like yeah, the SEC. You
2: know, we can only be good when everybody good. <laughs> you're right. You're right.
0: You're right. Hey, listen. So just take us out real quick, uh, DP, and let us know how you feel like the rest of the season is going to go. What the potential statement that the Commanders can make?
3: Man, I think I think we got a, a good opportunity to go out here and show the world that we not we not like who we were last year. We got a new team, new identity, and everybody out there hunting trying to uh, accomplish one goal. So. We definitely a team to uh, not sleep on. All right,
0: well, DP, we appreciate you jumping into the crew crib. Everyone's gonna tell you. Thank, you. thank you. Yeah, go JoJo, ahead. Smoke. Jojo,
2: yeah, yeah, Jojo, yes. Yeah, yeah. Jojo, I am his translator. Let me tell you what he <laughs> meant to <laughs> say to people, because he he had to be a politician right here, and I totally Absolutely. understand it. Uh, when I was in the league, I had an interpreter, too. And this is what I got. <laughs> well, like, you this is what he's saying. He's telling y'all right now, this ain't your grandma and Washington team. This ain't the team Fred Clay bud. This ain't what you used to. We ain't even got the same name. This is a new aura, a new era, a new what? everything. And if you mess around watch it, you will get your wig split. All right? That's what uh, he wants to say. Oh, that's what it was. OK, okay. well, DP,
0: right. uh, we, we didn't know you had a translator coming into this show. so I appreciate it all right Lamar Jackson we into the crew huddle big topic this week the Baltimore Ravens quarterback had been going back and forth for quite some time uh trying to get uh his contract extension and it didn't work out he ended up uh Rejecting the Ravens' six-year contract offer with 133 million fully guaranteed at signing, which is more than Russell Wilson's 124 and Kyler Murray's 103.3, but well short of the 230 million fully guaranteed deal that Deshaun Watson got. So that was the big thing. I also reported on my uh, Twitter that he was seeking the same level of guarantee um that Deshaun Watson got and it was very important not just from the guarantee standpoint but just from what I was hearing from various conversations obviously not talking to direct to Lamar Jackson that is important for him to you know make sure that he leads the football contracts into the future because Kyler murray was not able to get you know the the guarantee obviously russell was not able to get it fully guaranteed and knowing his value so he left big money on the table just 23 million this year that means that if he was getting the 49 million that's 26 million guys that he left on the table for at least his 2022 compensation bird in hand is more important or future value
2: Hey, uh, hey, a pair of lips or tell a lie Hey, Let me tell you something like this At the end of the day, let's go two case studies All right. At the worst case He's Dak Prescott and get hurt And still get paid all right? Oh, let's just say he bet on himself just like the banker known as Kertrick Cousins, mm. right, who ended up with three, four hundred million in the last five years, and he's been more mediocre than anybody I've ever seen play the game. When oh, you play my. quarterback in the NFL, the world is your oyster, baby, and all you shopping for is pearls. All you got to do is be patient. Oh you do it. be patient. But,
0: but, but, but Fred, 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 you remember Willis McGahee? Not everything is like a clean, you know, the the situation with Dak's injury, you could come back from. It could also be more catastrophic, Morris.
1: Well, it could be. I would imagine he has some type of insurance policy in place. Thank you. In in case Mm. he gets hurt. And like Mm. I say, he's better on himself. Like Fred says, you know, you have to take the good with the bad. I think he's betting on himself, and I think that the world is his host. So like he said. But you can no bet
0: on yourself and still be missing the extra twenty-six million that you would have had. Hey, but guess before. what? I not not get so- the same value when you do reach your, you
2: know. Yes, uh, you are and the quarterback compensation goes up every five yes, seconds,
0: inflation, I- every
2: <laughs> five seconds. He's like, Hey, you know what? And this actually yes. bodes well for Baltimore to go and get it done as quick as possible. That's why they want to. Cause they know every second is ahead north of 400 million. You got to understand. Oh, listen, the yes. quarterbacks are getting pitchers, baseball, NBA money. Uh, And that will never change. They are the most powerful sport in the world. He understands his position. And he's in that top tier. He's in that top ten. So he – He'll like, never be broke again. That's what I'm call him. NBA boy, NBA Lamar Jackson, never be broke again.
0: <laughs> well, a head coach did say to me, you know, on the phone, they were like, you know what, um, you know, there will be teams lining up for him whenever he hits the free agency market. But on the yeah. other hand, I was hearing as far as the Baltimore perspective, from their perspective, just from conversations, is that uh, Lamar needs to understand that he is not in the same sort of pseudo free market free agency situation that Deshaun was with multiple teams bidding and my understanding is that owner Steve Bishati was not, not you know not comfortable obviously giving him that type of framework given that that's not the circumstance that he was in and the notion is also because Lamar didn't do it that he made it easier on the team you know going year to year you know because it's not guaranteed that they have to give him that extension and of course at some point you know they can only franchise Tag you so much that then he would be a free agent if he did go another
2: route. Mm-hmm. Twice they can franchise him twice for forty nine mm-hmm. million a piece. that will be a hundred million that I get in the next two years, and then I come back and hit him for three, four hundred more. So guess what? <laughs> He's a quarterback, Mark my. Yes,
0: my- it's this year's, it's this year's compensation. And remember, what I, I can't worry about that. Morris. That ain't how, that Morris, ain't how we remember. do money.
2: That remember. ain't how football players remember, look remember at Remember
0: really it. quickly, remember what happened with Le'Veon Bell. So sometimes you chasing that extra extension and then it doesn't go the way that you think it will go. It's too late. Future.
2: Le'Veon got paid. It was too late. They paid yeah. him. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, but but not the same type of compensation. So Morris, would you have taken really quickly bird in hand or would you have been uh, banking on yourself and keep keep my birthday gift in mind when you answer this question? <laughs>
1: is the thing that's one thing when you're out there you're in the you failure at the top there's only there's only 32 in the world mm. 32
2: yes in we're aware.
1: the world so yeah that, that you have premium value like fred said the world is your oyster you got to go after it now i'm a little bit more conservative and you know my bones may be a little bit more fragile than his. Mm. But he, has, he has supreme confidence in himself, and he's going. He's going after. It, so I, I applaud him.
0: And Fred, well, um, we know what you would have done.
2: Oh no! Listen, he understands what I understand, and that's market value. He understands patience is only a virtue. He understands I either get it now, I get it more later. That's the only two options. I either take what they give me, and guess what? If I see Deshaun Watson get two hundred and thirty million, he ain't been MVP. He ain't took his teams as far as I have. He ain't put up the stats I have. He ain't won Rookie of the Year. No, I want. But, get... but the owners.
0: But the owners. You trying, are I know, but the owners are trying to cast the notion that uh, Deshaun Watson's contract is an anomaly. It's a, it's a, you know, it's it's outside the norm. It's yeah, and they're the not going to let it be.
2: Oh, the, okay. new guys, the new guys are going to stick to it and say, no, that's not the anomaly. That's the baseline. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the baseline now. And y'all going to have to either like it or love it. Because these quarterbacks, like he said, ain't but 32 of them. They don't stick together. They're well, 32. Well, well stick not together. really,
0: because Kyler Murray and, and Russell Wilson did accept Well,
2: Kyler Murray got paid two and a half years earlier. Don't forget that
0: right okay but they're all different caveats with their contracts and, and and if they were standing together they could really come together and not accept anything and hold the team hostages if they wanted until they accepted a fully guaranteed deal so if they were i'm saying if they were truly sticking together
2: you're talking about anarchy game of thrones style well, I, you, you,
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right well listen that was a good topic and, and crew huddle we are really starting to come down towards the end of this show it's time now for our final take. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, it was an incredible week one of action, and we are already creeping up on week two. So I'm curious, Morris, what is the game that you are looking forward to most for week two?
1: Uh, Well, you know, uh, I'm probably going to – I like Monday nights, right? Mm -hmm. Monday night Mm games, they have a special feel to them, and Mm -hmm. that's when the Eagles play the Vikings. So we're going to see what Justin Jefferson does. Oh, you got that that, big
0: test. Yeah, but outside of that (laughs) –
1: Outside of that, I do want to see the uh, the the LA Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that could be that could be the AFC Conference Championship game. I'll be looking forward to it. it could be. Now I know, I know Buffalo's there, but one of those teams could be there as well.
0: Fred,
2: way to hate on me, Mars. You're used to it, so I don't <laughs> bother me. I was go- I-, I was gonna take that Chargers game because, like oh. you said. It could be a premonition of what's to come. Two, I mean, two top-of-the-line quarterbacks, uh, two revamped defenses. That's yep. the game to watch. But other than that, I want to watch every team that started off 0-1. I want to see how they how they rebound. Because, you know, this overreaction weekend, Everybody team that lost is over. with. We waiting on the draft. And every team that won, we going to the Super Bowl. No, right. this, this is the week that brings everybody back down to earth. So I'm waiting to see what the 0-1 teams going to look like this week. Do they bounce back?
1: Good
0: point. Good point. And so I am going to go with uh, Ravens, Dolphins. Dolphins uh, had a big win over the Patriots, as I as I figured that they would. Very emotional. Uh, Mike McDaniel, I think, got doused in the locker room. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens were able to figure out their way. Um, against your Joe Flacco, Flaccoverde, whatever you call him. Joe uh,
2: Flaccoverde. There you go, <laughs> Jesse. So I
0: want to see how those two teams come together. It's going to be very electric. Ty Hill, he's bringing so much juice to the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Waddle set it off also for uh, week one. So I think my game is going to end up being the headline game. Y'all picked some good ones, but I think that's that one's going to be the best.
2: And
1: a lie. Mm. Yeah, that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not it.
0: I mean, I'm, Morris, I really don't know why you're talking because uh, we seen what JJ did, and, and y'all about to get y'all. Y- you're gonna be coming on we'll uh, next week's show just crying. We'll so. I
2: believe. Hey, yeah, I, I believe in Jalen Hurts. I, I hate to say it. I believe in oh. Jalen Hurts. Oh. I, I think. He, I think he a winner. And then think about this. Mm. Even though AJ Brown went ham on these boys, Devontae yeah. Smith didn't even have a one catch. I think. I
1: know. I know. Mm. So, yeah. So he yeah. don't look to bounce Can back that get- weekend.
2: And guess what? You cannot double team Devontae Smith because A.J. Brown is your true number one. I'm telling you. I hate to say it, but the Eagles, they're going to be our toughest out. Well,
1: it's going to be good to the Commanders for
3: sure. Yes.
0: Well, and and really quick, Morris. I know uh, Derek Augustine. You know, from last year, one of our co-hosts was texting you to brag about the Saints winning. And um, and, I, and, and and matter yeah. of fact, Brian Lacker, who who guys will also uh, join us at various points uh, during this season with the crew. He's mm-hmm. taking an interesting drive down uh, to the border uh, today, so that that'll be interesting. But he will be back on. Well, when your team faces uh, the Cowboys, too, okay. and more, and more.
1: Okay. just to well, let well, people I mean, know. It would be interesting that Brian's taking the drive as as Dak Prescott gets hurt, I mean, you
2: know what I mean? Like, this is what I want to see. This is yeah. what I want to see, Morris. You know how they always put the cowboys always in the in the premium spots. You oh, know, the, right. the late night yep, game, yep, the yep, Monday yep. night game. Yep, now yep. that that's gone, I wanna see what this conspiracy looks like. I wanna see if they still gonna throw these cowboys that they know is an old pair of shoes. That I'm if they're gonna throw them into the spotlight now. Right, anyway,
0: right, right. Anyway, listen, we got your picks as far as the games that you're looking forward to see, we'll see which ends up being the marquee headline game as far as the slate for week two. We appreciate y'all joining us on episode one for season two of The Crew NYC. Don't forget to check out our show, which will be filmed in Brooklyn. We have two big, big guests for this week and it will be dropping Friday on our YouTube page the Cruise Show NFL, youtube.com. The Cruise Show NFL. So for more, it's Chestnut Fred Smoot. I am Jocena Anderson, and we are out. open company, man. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>